0: Um, My name is Danny Flores and I am from Elgin, Illinois. My wife and I, we are the lead pastors uh, of a church plant here in the city of Elgin. We're about 45-50 minutes west of the city of, of Chicago. Very cold here. If it wasn't because the Lord called us to plant a church in this place five years ago, four years ago, uh, man, I'd probably be planting in Cancun or in the Bahamas. <laughs> but um, hey, man, I'm uh, I'm 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 so grateful, so I'm so so grateful. And I just want to thank uh, Pastor Josh for giving us this opportunity, right, to 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 bring forth the word uh, the word of God this morning to you all. Um, your pastor, you probably don't know, um, or maybe you do know. But anyways, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll sh- share it with you. Uh, your pastors have been a blessing to, to, to my life and to my wife's life. Um, right after you guys launched, they blessed our church financially. Uh, that first offering, they they, they sent it to our church. They wanted to plant a seed in our church. And uh, man, we we were blessed. And, and not only that, throughout the years, right, the last three years and a half or so, uh, they have been a blessing calling us encouraging us. They have a way of knowing when something is happening in your life. I don't know who tells them. I think it's, yes, I know it's the Holy Spirit. And they always reach out. And I'm just so grateful, so grateful for, for that. Um, so um, I want to remind you, Redeeming Hope Church, that um, you are part of something greater than what you just see sometimes online or, or perhaps in person when you gather, um, you are part of a movement that doesn't care who gets the credit as long as Jesus is shared with other people and as long as other people come to know Jesus. So, so, So you are part of something Greater. Um, it, it's it's really good to do live together, even if it's from afar, even if it's from abroad. As you're going into this uh, uh, sermon series, uh, encouragement from abroad, part two. Uh, it is live was not meant to be done alone, and your pastors understand that. We know that in our in our community of church planters, and and you are not alone. We want to let you know that you are not alone. There's a lot of people praying for you. There's a lot of people supporting your pastors. Um, so know that you are being prayed for. Know that you are cared know that you're in our thoughts and that we are here um, for you. Uh, why? Because life is hard. Life is hard. And, and we all need someone to do life with. Uh, someone, we all need someone to lift us up when we fall. Someone to encourage us when we feel down. And, and let me encourage you this morning with something God has placed in my heart. Um, even though times are hard, God is still good. Even though times are hard, God is still good. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what's been happening in your life. I want to remind you this morning that it doesn't matter how hard life is. God is still good and He's still there for you. Um, Even though we're living in tough times, we're still living in tough times, God will use and can use Every single storm that comes our way to build us, to shape us, to develop us. So we must take the best out of whatever comes our way. So I want to preach from a letter that the Apostle Paul sent to one of his co-laborers in ministry, one of his co-workers in ministry, and to the church that met in his house. This letter is is just one chapter. It consists of, of one chapter. And it was written to a church that was meeting at a house just like yours and and and, and mine. I'm actually here in my house um, so th- this particular church was meeting in there in his house um, back then the normal uh way of doing church was in homes you know it was it was it was uh it was very missional very missional and 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 also at one point they had to gather in homes because of persecution and 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 they had to do it in a more private place but the way of doing church was in homes and maybe for you maybe you haven't been able to meet in a building in a long time like our church we were we were n- not able to meet in a building um, or at our church for around 17 18 months and uh, and perhaps maybe you're going through the same process uh but that doesn't mean God is not building something in you Because God never stops working. Even when we stop gathering, God never stops working. So listen to what Paul writes to Philemon and the church that met in his house. Philemon chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. This is what the Word of God says. This letter is from Paul, a prisoner for preaching the good news about Christ Jesus. And from our brother, Timothy. I am writing to Philemon, our beloved co-worker, and to our sister, Apia, and to our fellow soldier, Archippus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I've titled today's sermon, or thought that I'm bringing to you, If Life Throws You Lemons, Make Lemonade. Right? If Life Throws You Lemons, right? Right? Make lemonade. If it throws you bricks, make a castle. If tough time comes your way, make the best out of them. The best thing, like, throughout this pandemic, that could have happened to maybe churchgoer people, right? Uh, I'm, I, I don't want to assume that you're a goer people, but, but, but what happened to a lot of people uh, in the church community was that... Um, a lot of homes became places of worship because you couldn't go to church. You couldn't go anywhere. But now church was coming to your house. So so so, so many homes became places of of worship. And I get it. You know, like if you had kids at home throughout the school season, uh, man, e-learning sucked. Like we hated it at home. Like in, like the first week was great. Like like oh yeah, everybody's gonna be home and I'm gonna make hot chocolate and pancakes every day. And uh, but after a week, and we're all crying. Like nobody can stand each other. It's like no, I want you guys to go to school, right? So 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 there was some good and some bad. But but one of the great things that happened throughout this pandemic season was that a lot of a lot of homes became places of worship. So the pandemic threw us lemons and we made lemonade, right? The letter to Philemon consists of only, like, it's, it's one chapter and it's 25 verses long, but he has a great message. Great message. And Paul starts his letter by mentioning why he's in prison and who is in prison with him, right? He says, hey, Timothy is here and I'm in prison for preaching the gospel. Like, I got my, 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 my spiritual son with me we're locked up and we are locked up. We are in this prison because we were doing something good. It's not, it's not that they were doing something bad. No, they're doing something good. They were preaching the gospel. They were telling people about Jesus. So I want to highlight three things from this bad situation, right? From this bad situation that Paul and Timothy are going through because they're in prison, right? Nobody likes to be in prison. They're in prison. There's three things that I want to highlight so that we can learn from that bad situation, how we can get the best out of the bad situation that Paul was in. So the first thing that I see and that I want you to do as you go through a tough season in your life. Paul, number one, Paul's in prison, but not pissed off. Right. I'm from the hood. I'm I'm, I'm out here. I used to live in the city of Chicago for a long time. So we say that, not mad, right? Uh, so, so, so Paul's in prison. Paul and Timothy, they're in prison, but not pissed off. They're, they're not in there for doing something bad. It's not like they killed someone. It's, it's not like they did something bad. They're, they're in prison for doing something good. They're in prison for loving Jesus, for preaching his message. Let me tell you this, man. Like, like Paul, the apostle Paul, he used to kill Christians. He never went to prison for killing Christians. He never went to prison for torturing Christians. He never went to prison for doing those acts. But the moment he started preaching Jesus and the moment he started telling others about the power of the gospel, he started being attacked. Why? Because good things do, I mean, bad things do happen to good people. Life throws lemons at everyone. Right? Life, would th- life has a way of throwing us bricks, man, out of nowhere. It doesn't matter who you are. The same way the sun comes out for bad people and good people is the same way problems and troubles and tribulations and sickness come to good people and bad people. All of us, at some point in our life, will face difficult situations. All of us. All of us. You can be saved, right? Like you can go to church and still get sick. You can be a generous person and still lose your job. You can be a worshiper, right? You can be this this great person that loves God and worships God and and still go through storms. Why? Because life has a way of throwing lemons at everyone. Because bad things happen to good people. But let me tell you this, man, that life consists of 5% of what happens to you and 95% of how you react to it. You cannot control what happens to you You cannot control what happens to you. You cannot control what comes your way. You don't have control over that. But you can control how you react. You can control how you react in a tough situation. Paul and Timothy, they're in prison, right? They could be executed at any given moment. They can be tortured at any given moment. They're not being well fed, right? But they're not pissed off. They're going through a tough season but they're not pissed off. They're in prison, but not bitter. They're in prison, but not angry. They're in prison, but not hopeless. Like we as a church here in the city of Elgin, we have this place, it's called Ten City. There is a large community of homeless people that gather there, that actually live there. And we started to minister to that community. We started serving that community a few years back, and uh, we continue to do that. And as, as a matter of fact, we are now uh, building tiny homes for them and so forth. But um, I was having a conversation one occasion with one of my friends there, and, um, and he, he says, hey, I might be homeless, but I'm not hopeless. I might not have a home. He says, as a matter of fact, he pointed to his tent, and he says, that's my home. He says, you have a different home. That's my home. He says, I, people might, come, might call me homeless, but I'm not hopeless. We can find ourselves in a tough situation, right? Paul found himself in a tough situation, but he wasn't pissed off. He wasn't hopeless. He knew who he was believing in. Paul and Timothy didn't allow a baptism to determine how they were going to feel. They didn't. They're in prison, but they're encouraging others. They're in prison, but praying for others. Like you, you, you're able to see that in Philemon chapter 1, where actually this is the only chapter in those 25 verses. You're able to see that they're in prison and they're encouraging the church. They're encouraging Philemon. They're encouraging the people that are out there. They're praying for them. They're in prison. They're in prison and, and, and looking out for their well-being. So here's something we can learn. Paul and Timothy didn't allow a a prison season to be a wasted season. So don't allow the tough times that you were going through to get you pissed off, to get you mad. And don't allow that prison season, that storm, that problem, that trouble to be a wasted season in your life. They were making the best out of a bad situation. They were building a castle out of the bricks the life was throwing at them. They were making lemonade out of the lemons that life was throwing to them. And just, just because you're going through something, it doesn't mean you can't make something out of whatever it is that you're going through. Every season has its purpose. Make the best out of it. Just because it might be going bad for you, it doesn't mean you can wish others, wow, Paul and Timothy are doing exactly just that. Just that. Well, you want to know? A sign of an unhealthy heart. See? Even if you don't, I'm gonna tell you real quick. An unhealthy heart, this is one of the signs. When you can wish others well, when it's not going good for you. Right? When sometimes when it's going bad for us, we want it to be bad for everyone. That's an unhealthy heart. When you can't celebrate other people's victories, when you can't celebrate others' people's victories, you know, or when others achieve things before you and you get mad right that's an unhealthy heart even in a bad situation don't get pissed off don't get mad celebrate other people around you you'll see how that when when you celebrate others and you make others other people's your victories you're going to rejoice you're going to find purpose in that season so to protect your heart you got to encourage others even when you feel down that's what paul and timothy are doing that's what they are doing. You got to wish others well, even when you're not feeling it, even when it's not going well for you. Celebrate people, pray for people, wish people well, help people out, even when you're having a tough season. Paul and Timothy are in prison, but they're not bitter. Paul's in prison, but he's not pissed off. He's not mad. He's making the best out of that situation. He's encouraging others while he himself, is, uh, while he himself needs to be encourage so pause in prison but not pissed off when you find yourself in a tough situation don't get mad make the best out of it rejoice in the Lord don't be hopeless our hope is in God number two the second thing we can learn is that they're in prison but they are finding purpose right in prison but not pissed off in prison but finding purpose Finding purpose. As, 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 as you go back into your, person, uh, as you go back into, into your in-person gatherings, uh, don't waste your time. As you are waiting to like open back up and as you are waiting to, to 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 meet again as a church, right? Because you are a church outside of the four walls, you are the church. But if, as 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 you're waiting to go back, you gotta find purpose in every season of your life. God wastes no time, no pain, and no storm. Why should we? Paul calls Philemon his co-worker. Listen to this. Paul's in prison. Philemon is at home. There is a distance between them, right? Abroad. Here's an encouragement from abroad. Here's an encouragement from afar. Um, but yet, they're still making a, city, a, a difference in their city. They're still making a difference out there. They're, he calls them his co-worker. He's co-laborer. Why? Because there's no limits when there's willingness. There is no limits when there is willingness. Like, for example, when your church supported us financially, we are doing what, we are, what, what we're doing here in the city, right? <clears throat> because you supported us. Because we're a team, because we're in this together. Even though we're going through a pandemic and there is a lot of stuff going on, we're a team, we're a body, Right. so 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 Pastor Josh and I, we are co-workers, we're in this together, like we're friends, we're we're brothers. You should have seen us <clears throat> having an amazing time a couple of a, few, a few, few weeks ago at a conference. Like we had dinner and we talked and we loved each other and we hug each other and we sang in a car. Like like we're finding purpose, even though it's been a bad season for church planting, we're in this together, we're encouraging one another, we're finding purpose because there's no limits when there is willingness. And I want you to let that sink in for a minute. When, when you don't want to do something, you'll find an excuse. When you want to make a difference, you'll find an opportunity. When you don't want to do something, you'll find an excuse. But when you want to make a difference, you will find an opportunity. You won't put the blame on anyone. You'll own it. Maybe, you know, it was not the best scenario for Paul and Timothy, but it was a perfect opportunity for them to work together with Philemon to establish a church. It was the perfect opportunity. They're finding purpose in a painful season. They're finding purpose in a painful season. So Paul finds purpose by encouraging from abroad, from afar, And Philemon finds purpose by funding the ministry and reaching the city. He was using his home to reach people for Christ, right? It's a time of persecution. It's a tough time. It's a difficult time. His mentor is in prison. But they're still finding purpose. They're still doing God's work. They're going above and beyond because they are willing. They're not full of excuses, but they're willing to do what they were called to do. So even though it was a difficult time, they were having church. Even though it was a crazy season for Christians back then, and at that moment, they found purpose, not excuses. They found the sugar for their lemonade. They found, right, life was throwing lemons. They found the sugar for their lemonade. Philemon kept on building the church in his house, and Paul kept on preaching from prison in your sickness you can still pray and pray healing over others in your need as you're going maybe through a financial difficult season you can still pray provision over other people while you're not back or until you go back into your imprints into your in-person gatherings you can fight purpose by praying for us that we are back and and praying that God would bring people to our church and and to the many churches. Right? In in a storm, you you, you can pray peace for others around you. In, In your rejection, you can still love people. Find purpose in your prison. Find the sugar for your lemonade. The third thing, so not only were they able to Not only were they in prison but not pissed off, but they found purpose in their pain while they were in prison. And the third thing is this. They're in prison but praying. In prison but praying. We find Paul in the letter to Philemon praying. Not mad. He's not depressed. He's not upset. He's not bitter. He's praying to God for Philemon and the church that was meeting in his house. He's praying. And let me tell you, man, praying in a bad situation makes all the difference. Praying in a bad situation makes all the difference. It's like... Like... Eyes for your water in a very cold day. How does that feel? Like... Have you ever been outside, like you're running, you're walking, it's hot, I know it gets hot out there, uh, like it's hot, 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 I used to, actually, I was born and raised in Mexico and I come from the northern part of Mexico, it's very hot and growing up there, man, I mean, 105, 110 degrees sometimes, it's like very hot, extremely hot and, 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 and uh, I remember getting home and just grabbing some water, but not just water, but like just ice cold water, you put some ice, it's like, oh, so refreshing in a cold day. So so refreshing. Praying is like eyes in your cold water in a very hot day. It makes all the difference. Pray. Let me tell you, man. Prayer changes things. And if things don't change, many times it changes us. <laughs> As you're going through a tough season, and sometimes we don't know what to do. Pray. Because prayer changes things. And if He doesn't change His things, it changes us. Paul was making the best, and Timothy, out of a bad situation. Listen to what he told the Ephesians in chapter 5, verse 16. He says, make the most of every opportunity. Paul's in prison. And Paul's making the most out of every opportunity. He's not wasting a bad season. He's not wasting a painful season. He's not wasting a COVID season. He's getting to work. He's praying. He's loving. He's encouraging from abroad. He's encouraging a church that was meeting in a home like yours. He's encouraging. He's encouraging. He's finding purpose. He's not being. He's not pissed off. He finds himself praying for Philemon and everybody out there. So he's making. He tells the church, but he's not telling the church something he's not doing. No, he's making the best and the most of every opportunity. He was praying for grace and peace for those who were at Philemon's house. And let me tell you, man, the best response to a bad situation, it will always be prayer. The best response to a bad situation, it will always be prayer. One day, your pastor called me. Pastor Josh called me. I was in the basement of uh, my apartment back then, and we were going through COVID, and, and I'm just there in the basement, just sitting down, just going through a tough time. I'm thinking of what to do, and your pastor calls me out of nowhere. Your pastor's crazy. He called me out of nowhere. He's like, how are you, friend? And I'm like, oh, I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, well, I'm here, you know. He's like, hey, no, the Holy Spirit put in my place and in my wife's heart, he, he put in our hearts to pray for you. I'm like, hey, please pray. And, and, and they prayed and he and and made all the difference. I was going through a tough time. I was going through a bad moment and, 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 and prayer will always be the best answer to a bad situation. Prayer will reach where your effort can't. As you go back to your normal gatherings next year, there's only so much we can do, but we can always pray and rest in God's plan for our lives. Scripture tells us that your prayer is powerful and is effective. Your prayer is powerful and is effective. So if you're going through a tough time, if you're going through a tough season, if life has thrown lemons at you, you don't know what to do, don't get pissed off. Don't get mad. Find purpose in this season. Pray. And if things don't change, it might change you. Every time Paul was in prison, you'll find him praying. He always prayed his way through. He always prayed his way through. Because, because there's times where you just all you can do is just pray your way through. You get sick, you just got to pray your way through, pray your way through, pray your way through, pray your way through. There will be times in your life where all you can do is pray. There is nothing else. Doctors can't do anything. Your mom can't do anything. Your friend can't do anything. You can't do anything. All you can do is pray. Listen to what Paul wrote to the church in Rome. Romans chapter 12, verse 12 says, Rejoice in our confident redeeming hope. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Rejoice in our confident hope. And I call it redeeming hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Keep on praying. Pray your way through your prison. Pray your way through your sickness. Pray your way through your pain. Pray your way through your loss. Pray your way through your layoff. Pray your way through any storm. Pray your way through your weakness. Pray your way through. But Danny, It's been almost two years. Keep on praying. But Danny, the doctor said that there was no hope. Keep on praying. But Danny, he said it was over. My husband, my wife said it was over. Keep on praying. But Danny, all doors have been closed. Keep on praying. But Danny, it's not working. Keep on praying. Paul always prayed his way through. Even though he was in prison, he prayed his way through. So to make the best out of a bad situation, we got to stop concentrating on the situation and start focusing on the power that the Lord has given us to deliver us from that situation. we got to believe that even though I don't see a way out, He has the way out prepared for me. If bricks are thrown at you, make a castle. If lemons are thrown at you, right here, let's make lemonade. Don't get pissed off in prison. Find purpose. If you go through a bad situation, add a little sugar to it. Add a little sugar to it. And if you don't know what to do, pray your way through. Pray your way through. I'm making myself gray lemonade, even if I'm going through a bad season and a tough time. We love you, church. We're praying for you. You're not alone. We pray blessings over you and your families. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We gather every Sunday at the Clarksville area YMCA. For more information, please go to our website at redeeminghope.org.